Hey everybody, it's Megan and Rachel. Welcome back to It's Juxta Word. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday, the very first Tuesday of the year. January 4th. Tomorrow is my girl's birthday. <gasps> what? Uh-huh. Don't tell me that. No, they're going to be six tomorrow. Gosh, big girls. So I have to figure I don't have out what anything. I was going to say, do you have anything special planned? No, we have a birthday party for them scheduled for this weekend. So we'll do that. But like, as far as us, I don't know. I was thinking about getting like the streamers and like put, putting it in front of their door and balloons, you know, when they open their door, it all yeah. pours in. I thought about doing something like that. And we have a few little presents for them, but we've asked people like no presents, even for their mm-hmm. birthday party. Cause mm-hmm. right after Christmas, we're bursting at the seams, no presents. Yeah. Do you find that challenging to have their birthday so close to Christmas? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were supposed to be born in March. So I wasn't supposed to have this problem. <laughs> <laughs> but it but they were, so what? They were two months early or three two months? Half. Yeah. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really early. But Did they have to stay pretty, in the hospital? Yeah, about two and a half months until about their due date. Really? It was a long time. Well, they are just, they're big and beautiful now. They're just, you know, little average six-year-old, crazy six-year-olds. They're people. They're like little they're, people now. Little like people. It's so fun watching big feelings and develop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. June's in May. So I, I, had, I had a June born in May. Her due date was June 1st, but... Uh, she came just a couple weeks early or a week, I guess. So I love that though. Uh, so for their birthday, I wanted, I've been doing a lot of artwork and I was trying to think of a, something to paint. I do watercolor stuff. So I was trying to think of something to paint to honor their birthday. Um, so I've painted carnations, which are January's birthday flower Mm -hmm. and like different colors. I've been posting every day. Here's my painting. Yeah, that's beautiful. I've been posting every day this year. I've decided I'm going to do artwork every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done four now. And I, I love that because doing it daily gives me a chance to kind of force myself out of my comfort zone because normally I would just like paint when I felt like it or when mm-hmm. I had an idea. And now I have to like sit down and make myself, even if I'm not feeling like inspired, you know, you, yes. you think of artists as like, you're just like inspired to sit. Uh, and I'm trying to make it more of a practice. Yes. Yes. I love that. And as you were talking, I had so many other thoughts, but on the minimalist podcast, they talk about that. Like if you want to become a writer, you just, a writer, an artist, anything, you just have to realize that any type of, I guess, subject, subjective form of art like that, you're not inspired all the time, every single day. Right. And so you have to like trudge through that. So if you want to become a writer, you just have to pick up your pen every single day. If you want to become a painter, you got to pick up your pen every single day and you just have to do it. And maybe one day it's really good. And the next day it's not. There's a lot of not good. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of not good, but you got to do it. You have to get through the not good to have the occasional really good. And really good artists didn't get really good by only painting on the days they were inspired. Right. right. Yes. Social oh, media that. is hard for that too, because like I post my good stuff and everyone's oh, like, oh, sure. you're so good. Like, it's yeah, so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you don't see all the other stuff, the other the hard like, stuff junk that I've painted, or like I painted the other day on the wrong side of the paper. <laughs> I was like, why is it not like the the color's not flowing right? This is yeah, not, not right. Like, it's not going yeah. into the paper. It was, yeah, it was the wrong side of the paper, which apparently makes a difference with watercolor. I painted on the smooth side instead of the rougher side. Lesson learned. Yeah. So I mean, you know, everyone sees my stuff and it's like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. I should share more of like those flops. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't share. I think oh, there's so much I want to say about all of that. And even just like with motherhood, right? And everybody's like, oh, you're such a good mom. And like, how do you do it all? And it's like, well, I, I do my best to also post about like the really hard stuff and the hard days and the days where I'm just overwhelmed with sadness and depression for no reason, but that the next day I'm perfectly fine kind of thing. And it's, it's on those days where other mothers feel alone, but like, you just have to know that you're not because we're all going through something similar to that. There was this other thing that I've been seeing on Facebook or wherever it is, Pinterest, where you get this big circle thing. I don't remember the name of it, but it's for embroidery and you put a piece of canvas or like a loop. Yeah. 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 That yeah. thingy. And um, it's, you do one piece of embroidery every single day. And it's like the size of a penny. So like yeah, nothing I've huge. Seen that. It's so yes. And it's beautiful. And it's yes. like, boom, at, by the end of the year, you have this, you know, 12 by 12, 10 by 10 canvas that you've practiced different stitches and skills of embroidery. I just thought that was really neat. And then you have this, all these little shapes and pictures and flowers or whatever stitches love that I forgot about that I saw that a couple months ago man that's yeah. really neat because she was whoever was doing it was like almost done she had started it yes. it was like November I love the visual that that gives where you get to like see your practice every day in one spot and you've made one giant piece of art through that daily practice yeah you were talking about writers and artists and how they say you have to plow through and do it every day. Jerry Seinfeld is another one of those. Mm. Uh, they talks about the jokes and you have to write yes. a joke every day. And he has a yes. big calendar and he literally puts a red X on every day and you never skip twice. Yeah. So write a joke every day. I think practice is such a good word for the beginning of the year. I think for those of us who are, looking at a type of resolution or goal or new habits we're wanting to form or habits we're wanting to break, you know, maybe the hard part for you is figuring out what your goal or resolution is. But I think the majority of us are going to find that the hardest part is actually the doing it and like the progression of doing it. And how, for example, I say, I want to start working out. I have. I'm on week two, my workout program is four days a week. And if you are somebody that has like never worked out or hasn't worked out in a year, two years, whatever, you're going to run into all these different challenges. You're going to wake up tired one day. You're going to have a day that you just don't want to do it. Like an uninspired artist. You're just going to wake up and say, I do not want to do this today. You're going to get sick one day. You're going to, your child's going to have to be a part of your workout one day. You're going to come across all these challenges and hurdles, but you just have to put it in. 
you've just got to, you have to be disciplined and that's the practice part. Or even practicing saying, it's okay that I miss today, but I'm not going to miss tomorrow. Like Seinfeld, right? Like don't miss twice. Don't miss twice. And like being able to tell yourself, you either force yourself on that day or you say, just today's not today and that's okay, but I know I'm going to do it tomorrow and you can't miss it. But that practice piece of forming a new habit, reaching your goal or resolution, I find to be the hardest part because that's where the majority of people quit. Yeah. I want to be more of a disciplined person. It's one of the things I feel like I lack is discipline. And I feel like that's a very big personal quality, like a really high up there. You need to have discipline, but you can't discipline is not one of those that you can just like will yourself to have practice, I think is the exercise of building discipline. Mm -hmm. If you practice something, you commit to practicing, that's going to be, that's going to build discipline. It's those little promises that you've made and you get to follow through. So like with the exercise example, you're giving I think it's, it's really easy to just quit or like this, that today's too hard. I've, I've committed to doing 30 minutes every day of exercise, but rather than saying like, I'm just not going to do any because I can't today, whether I'm sick or I'm sore, or I've got, you know, plans have changed and kids are in the way, allowing yourself that freedom of like the flexibility of maybe it looks a little different, but you're still practicing. You're mm-hmm. practicing exercise a different way. Get rid of that mm-hmm. rigidity. And then the practice part becomes easier. And that's the most important part is the practice. Mm -hmm. It's not the 30 minutes of exercise. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that you're building that habit of being a person that exercises no matter what. So if it's, if today it looks like, I don't know, like some lunges around your kitchen, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever it needs Mm -hmm. to be, you did it, you practice, you exercise. Yeah. You kind of gave me goosebumps talking about that. that's, That's powerful stuff because I mean, and maybe this is just me, but I think it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to start working out. And what you think that looks like is like doing Sean T and sanity for seven days a week for an hour. And that's not how you jump into it. You, maybe it's for the first three weeks, you walk around the block. You know what I mean? Like, it's just something so simple, but you're getting outside, you're getting the fresh air, you're getting movement, movement that you've not been getting ever kind of thing. And like you said, having that fluidity of maybe I can't get in my leg workout today because I'm actually physically in pain, but today I'm going to walk around the block with my kid. And that's still getting something and that's still dedicating time to my health and movement. Yeah. So like with watercolor, I don't have to commit to doing like some elaborate piece of work every day. I could just get out one color. Cause sometimes it's, if I'm using like the liquid colors, it's a, you don't want to like dish out all these different colors. So maybe I commit to doing just some leaves today mm-hmm. and I get out a one shade of green and my water and my brush. And I just practice doing leaves. And that's all I do that day. And I've done it. I've, I've practiced. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so many different ways to apply it. You know, this is what we talked about with our workbook that I'm still going to do. Sorry, everybody. It is on our list. Maybe it'll be a Valentine's Day thing. <laughs> Did I mention I'm working on discipline? <laughs> I'm going to work no. on that. Um, it I, might not be this week as I try to get back into 
uh, routine and stuff, but I got to do my section first and then Megan's waiting on me. Um, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> I will do it in the next couple of weeks. The good thing about this workbook or this worksheet mm-hmm. is that you don't have to do it by like for like a calendar year and you just quit yeah. because it's February. You, it, you break it down for each one thing. So yeah. it still applies the rest of the year. Yeah. And even, even if somebody decides I want to do my resolutions in January, because that's just like the standard time that everybody does it. Nobody says that come June, you're wanting to make a change, do it, you know, jump in. You don't have to start in January. You can start today. You could start in three months. You can start in November, you know, and I think that will be the beauty of the workbook that we are um, creating is that you can jump into it at any time. Like yeah. you said. Yes. I'm excited about it. We had all these plans, but I think, I think Rachel though, that's so much about, I think what we're learning too, as, uh, as mothers and our kids have been home. And while we want to be these uh, creative entrepreneurs and, and share and give and do, but it's like, there's also a part of us that our kids are home and it's the holidays and we just also want to be with them. And it's harder to find any kind of babysitting. And if, and if, you know, sitting down trying to work while you have kids around, isn't that easy. It's impossible. It is so impossible. And I'm the type of person that I need quiet. I need dedicated space and time. And if I don't get that, it's just not going to happen. And I'm learning that that's a part of my entrepreneurship journey because I see all these entrepreneurs on Instagram and Facebook, and I'm just in awe at their progress and and how far they've come. And I'm thinking like, why am I so slow? But okay. They're like 23 out of college with no kids or relationship or anything, you know, like they're still at home. They don't even have like bills to pay. And so it's just, this is a part of our journey and it's okay if we're a little slower at it and we will get there because we are still dedicated to it. Right. And if we keep practicing, that's right. We will get better. That makes, you know, I I keep thinking of like with resolutions and stuff of like character changes that I want to make and like being more disciplined and that kind of stuff. But really I need to sit down and think about what kind of habits I want to create, like in business Mm -hmm. and come up with something, a daily practice that I can do to improve something in business. Cause it doesn't have to be exercise or wellness or whatever. No. Like if you, if you're trying to get better at laundry, you can, you can <laughs> so what can we practice with laundry? I mean, you could leave it in the dryer and fold a couple things a day and make sure you're folding a piece of laundry every day. You're practicing, you know what we need to practice with laundry folding fitted sheets. Oh, see, I don't, I don't care enough about my fitted sheet to, you just wad it up. I, well, I don't want it. I mean, I fold it, but it's not perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, what's her name? Perfect. Um, I don't like, okay. We have pets. Martha Stewart. Got cats, a cat and a dog. I don't feel like I have a good place to fold a fitted sheet. I have to like do it in the air. Know. You know, I don't, I want to, oh, I don't yeah. want to lay it down on a surface and get pet hair on it. Same. Same. So I have to like, I do tuck the corners <laughs> in. And then I'm like, I'm just kind of stuck at that point where I've got yeah. it in half with the corners in, but like mating it up together without laying it on something is, is pretty impossible. So I was going to say, I was going to suggest doing it on your, 
wash and dry, but yours are stackable. So that would be a little more difficult. They're not, but they get, oh. that area gets so like dusty and sticky. Yeah. And it's not clean. Our laundry room, the other side by side. And so I am actually fairly good at getting my laundry washed, dried and folded and put away. Fairly good, I think, compared to others. But it's like, I, I do that because I don't take my laundry to the couch and put it there. Mm-hmm. Like I'll fold it in the laundry room. Now I say that, but yesterday I did that, but I threw three loads of laundry on the couch and then I did it all that night and it's all put away kind of thing. But like I fold it on my dryer because then I have to move it to get the new stuff out. And if I'm going to move it, I don't want to move it five times. It's just going to go to the spot it needs to go. I do something similar, but I dump it on the bed. Yeah. You have to get it done before you go to bed. That's true. You got piles on there. You can't go to bed until you deal with the laundry. I can't do that with our cats or our bed. I, we just changed the sheets a couple of days ago and I'm already having like allergy attacks. Yeah. I have to put <clears throat> a quilt. So I lay the quilt out. It stays folded. So it doesn't get mm-hmm. pet hair on it. I guess that's where I could fold the fitted sheet. Just roll the quilt out. Like where I dump laundry. Yeah. Come on. <sighs> I, just, I just need to practice folding the sheet folding the sheet every day. The golden word. I don't I know that say, I want to be perfect at folding a fitted sheet though. I don't think yeah, I want to practice that. I don't need Martha Stewart perfect. I'm just going to like fold it and it is what it is. Yeah. Um, going back to what you were saying, it doesn't have to be health or fitness or art, right? Um, a couple of years ago, I made this vision board and it has nine different spots. You can do all, or you can pick whatever you like, but um, it's to set goals or habits you want for these nine different categories. And the nine categories are health, career, wealth, travel, family, lifestyle, hobbies, knowledge, and love. Love that. So um, maybe I'll share that on our Facebook group, but it's, and again, you don't have to do it all, but traveling may be really important to you. Yeah. Um, maybe you need to focus on your wealth with either savings or you want to be somewhere um, um, within your business money or, you know, whatever, uh, maybe there's some type of lifestyle change you want to do or some hobby, or you want to take a class and learn something new. And that can go in the call, the knowledge, you know, are you reading a book a month kind of thing for your knowledge? Or, so it's kind I like, of, I like um, what the YouTube video, like on, uh, yeah. just like some inspirational YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that in the sense too, of like, that's a good list to pull from. So like when we're, when we have our workbook that we've talked about, we're the mm-hmm. idea of the workbook is really simplifying things down to making one small change and sticking with that one small change for a long time. I mm-hmm. love that list because it'll, I think that's a great place for you to pick one and mm-hmm. for your month of like, okay, I want to do one small change with travel, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you spend your practice would be to spend like five minutes a day researching places you, a place you want to travel. Maybe there's a specific thing or a places, um, but researching that place and you're building a habit of building your travel knowledge. But I love that. It kind of, that list helps you kind of get out of the looking at the same thing of like health based on our personalities. We kind of limit ourselves to only looking at like three of those, maybe at a time. Mm -hmm. That's a good comprehensive list. It's a good little list to draw from and you pick and choose that. I think the majority of going into new year's resolutions is health and fitness, but it doesn't always have to be. 
I enjoyed this topic. I hope some, I hope our listeners found something interesting and aha or thought of their own. Yeah. Think of what you're going to practice. Yeah. I'm already brainstorming of what I want to do. I always get so many good nuggets out of our conversations. You know, that's why we started the podcast to begin with though. It is 1000%. And it's, it's just one of those things where I don't, I don't want to go a week without like talking to you because it just really feels like you said, there's always something that we get out of it. It just feels like therapy. It does. Yeah. I should just start paying you. (laughs) I'll take it. No, (laughs) (laughs) this is, but this is exactly why everybody should go to therapy. Oh my God. It's the bad. I've been in therapy for two years to almost, almost two. Yeah. Two years in February. And so you have um, someone never go back to like, listen to you and yeah. let you talk through stuff. And just like having someone uh, that's unbiased, listen and let you verbally process something, you know, they're not telling you what to do. You kind of come to your own conclusions talking. Yes. About Which I think is like one of the, I don't know what I'm trying to say. One of the major qualities of a therapist is that exact point is that they're not telling you, they make you talk in circles until you look yourself in the mirror and say, oh, a good <laughs> like, therapist knows the right questions to ask. Yes. I'm never, I'm never going back. I look forward to mine. Mm-hmm. I won't miss a day. It's worth it. All right. Well, well I'm going to go do my daily watercolor practice. Yeah. Day happy four. January. Yeah. Happy January. Get her done. Can't yeah. wait to see it. Post it on our Facebook group and right. I'm going to post this vision board. Sounds good. We'll see you next week. See ya.